Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This week is Parashas Re'eh, and we're going to continue talking about the halachas of not holding a grudge and giving rebuke, or as the Pasuk says, the halachas of the mitzvah of the mitzvah of not harboring hatred against another Jew, and and giving rebuke. So last week, we began with the Pasuk in Pashat Kedoshim, which I just mentioned, So, don't harbor hatred in your heart for your friend, and give him rebuke. And we demonstrated last week from a number of Rishonim that the mitzvah of actually means to confront your friend and challenge him about what you perceive as a wrongdoing that he sinned against you and ask him, why did you do that? What were you thinking? Allowing your friend to either explain his actions and absolve himself or admit his wrongdoing and own up to it and apologize. And that's a mitzvah techacha. And the Torah is telling us that that's the only way to take hatred and anger out of our hearts, where it is an avera to harbor it. And this actually brings shalom. This brings peace. If you bring it out into the forefront and you make a discussion out of it, you allow the other person to talk about it. So let's look at this mitzvah a little further. What's the proper procedure of Teichachal? What do you say and how do you say it according to the Torah? So the Ramam says in Hilchas Deis, which we just quoted a little bit of, he says, Ela mitzvah olav, it's a mitzvah on us, to let the friend know. And to tell him, Why did you do this to me? And why did you sin against me? Why did you betray me in this way? So we see a very important point about how to give techacha to your friend who has legitimately wronged you, right? He, he did something which is legitimately wrong. I mean, in other words, he, he actually hurt you. He hurt your feelings. He betrayed you. He hurt you financially. But nevertheless, the question has to be a question. You can't attack the person. You can't go to the person and tell them, you did this. How could you do that? It's the wrong thing to do. You have to pose it. means to give the person a chance to explain themselves. Give the person the opportunity to be able to bring clarity to the situation. Now, typically, when we're certain that someone has done something wrong to us, our first reaction is usually surprise and shock, especially if it's someone close to us. And then that turns into anger. And the way our minds work, and we all know this, I mean, we've all been through this, we start going through a whole court case in our mind. And we convince ourselves in our mind how wrong the other person is. And we think, we think we're going through every possible angle how the other person could possibly justify themselves. And then one by one, we knock off, you know, we're the prosecution and we prove each one of those possibilities to be wrong. And we demolish any excuse, any explanation, anything possible that the person has to say. And once we've gotten to that point, we pass judgment in our minds and we're sufficiently convinced of the other person's guilt. And that, at that point, we fully justify ourselves to be angry and upset. And once we get to that point, our choices are either to continue harboring that anger and resentment within ourselves and treat the other person 
as we choose, ignore them, or to fake it, but we work with that anger. And that's exactly what the Avera of Leisistna is. We can't do that. So the next option is what the Torah tells us to do, is to approach the person and not do what we typically would do, which would be if we approach the person, we would typically unleash that whole court case that we just had in our hearts. We would give the whole rundown and tell them exactly what we think of them and how we've decided what they've done. The says, no, 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 that's not what you do. We approach the person and you ask them a question. You start the court case at that point and you say, here is the question. This is what happened. This is what I saw happen. And we are allowed to share our own perspective, which means we can go to the person and say, look, this is what happened. And this is what it seems to me what happened. This is the way I perceive it. You did this. You said this. I took this very personally. This hurt me. This damaged me financially. This damaged my reputation. This caused me discomfort. This pained me. This is how I perceive it. Now, please explain it to me. Give me another perspective. Why would you do a thing like that? Explain to me how you view this. That's is an argument, or a discussion, rather. Begin the vikuach. Begin the discussion. Begin the argument. Allow that person to prevent his, his, his sad, his, his angle. And by definition, what that means is, if you present the question, you, we have to be ready to hear the answer. Now, also, it's not such an easy point to reach, and we'll talk about it in Mitzvah Shem, um, probably next week, you know, how you get to that point. But the point is that we have to be ready when we pose the question. We have to have an open enough mind to be able to hear the other person's answer and then choose to do as we please, but be ready to listen, be ready to hear it, be ready to accept it with an open mind. A lot of times we can ask that question and really is just an excuse to be able to launch our own diatribe against the person. We're not really, really there to listen. We're just like kind of waiting for them to end so we can say what we want to say. And that's not what the Torah requires us. means open a discussion and allow it to be a discussion. Now, when we do ask this question and we allow the other person to explain themselves and we listen, and we should do listen to them and we hear them out, there are two possible outcomes. One outcome is the person will either admit they did something wrong and apologize, or they will deny doing something wrong, but they will give a plausible explanation that you'll accept. They'll tell you, you know, you're making a mistake. It wasn't me. It was that person. You're getting confused. And, and we might accept that. So after allowing that person to explain themselves, a resolution will be reached, either through the person admitting the wrongdoing and apologizing, or through explaining that you're making a mistake and you accepting that. And that's one outcome. And that's obviously the most positive outcome of You opened up a vikoach and you resolve the situation. And now you're able to come back and be peaceful with each other once again. The friendship can be restored. However, obviously, that's not always the outcome. Other times, the outcome is the person might actually admit they did something wrong, but say, you deserved it. Not apologize. Not be willing to take any responsibility for their actions. 
Maybe even make things worse. Maybe even be more insulting. Add insult to injury. It happens, unfortunately. Or they can deny it. And you see right through their denial. They lie. They, 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 may, they deny it when it's clear that it's not true. And whatever explanation they offer, whatever plausible you know, excuse they give, you don't accept it. You don't see it as being true. You don't find it to be acceptable. And in this outcome, the techacha that you gave perhaps made things worse. Whereas you were this much angry at the person, after you approached them, you're not this much angry. Even angrier. But the difference is that it was brought out into the open. It's not in your heart. It's not festering. And the other person knows about it. And you've approached him. And he has chosen to make his choice. Every person has given a choice. And he has chosen to take the wrong route. To continue with the, 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 the misdeed. To continue with the betrayal. And at that point, there is no Avera anymore, according to most of the Rishonim. At that point, you're absolved from that. You're not required to forgive him until he does something to make up for his sins. Until he asks for Mechila. Until he repays. Until he does something to, to make up for it. And now, it's that, now the ball's in his court. Now it's his obligation to do something about it. But we're not obligated to do anything other than that. Once we have addressed the hatred, once we have brought it out into the open, once we have presented it, and we've given the person a chance to explain themselves, and they've chosen not to, they've chosen to actually lie or chosen to anger us further, we're not obligated by this Pasuk to go any further. Now at this point, we can wait for them to apologize, and we're allowed to hold the resentment against them. At this point, there's a Midas Chasidus, and that's a very personal thing. It's not a Benadon Lachavere. At this point, there's a Midas Chasidus, the Archa Siddiquim talks about that, that a person can emulate HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, and allow their compassion to overcome their anger. That's a bit of chasidus, but that's not ben adam lachaberi. The sister's does not dictate what happens at this point. At that point, a person can choose to, to be as, you know, as perfect as they are on a level to be. But it's very important to just see the beauty and the wisdom of how the Torah expects us to deal with the people around us to allow them to explain themselves and to give them the opportunity to discuss rather than take the facts that happened and cast judgment with our, in our own ha- hearts and act upon that, which that is that very assistance. Next week, Be'ez Hashem will continue talking about even further how the Torah wants us to, live, to deliver this techacha and what to do, sometimes it's not an option to approach the other person. Then what do you do? So we'll talk about that more in Mitzvah next week.